Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk, DFS and Prize Pick Selection Podcast. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. It is Friday, April the 15th, 2022, and we are down to the last two play-in games to get into the NBA playoffs tonight. It's uh, the early game of the Atlanta Hawks against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the late game is the New Orleans Pelicans and Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Appreciate all of you joining us today. We're going to go over some of our top picks here, break down the two games a little bit, and also uh, give you some selections uh, prize picks wise as well. I'd like to thank our presenting sponsor for this podcast, and that would be Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you receive a dollar for dollar match all the way up to a hundred bucks on that first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code Coach Talk. And if you haven't tried Prize Picks, this is a great time to do it. They have tons of selections uh, in baseball and golf, and then of course all throughout these NBA playoffs as well. All right, if you'd like to join us at DFS Coach Talk and get a little bit deeper dive look, a lot deeper dive, I should say, in what we do here at Coach Talk, you can join us by going to dfscoachtalk.com. We have multiple memberships, including, as you can see, uh, scrolling on the bottom of the screen, we have um, a three-day pass for only $10. So, Let's uh, let's have you jump in and give us a try. This is our uh, hottest time of the year, the last two years. This mid-April uh, through early May with the NBA playoffs going and, of course, uh, the uh, baseball season in full gear. So come and join us. Give us a try and uh, let's make some money. All right. The two games today. The first one, as I said, it's a 730 game. It's on ESPN. Um, And it is the Atlanta Hawks favored by two on the road at the Cleveland Cavaliers. We do have some big news in this game. Um, By the way, it's a 223 and a half total. So it's better than the second game, which is a 215 and a half total. So a little bit different here. You know, when you're talking seven and a half uh, points, that's that's a difference. So. Hawks, uh, Cavs getting a, a check mark here for the better game DFS-wise, at least uh, at this point. Uh, the big news, as I said, is it looks like we're going to get Jared Allen uh, making an attempt uh, to play here. He's been out with a broken uh, finger for quite some time. I would assume his cardio's good since, you know, it's a finger. It's not a lower extremity. So, uh, you know, there's no question if he's going. And, it, and that finger is playable, uh, you know, 20, 25 minutes makes perfect sense for Allen here. And it does change everything, uh, really does, because that interior of the Cleveland defense without Allen has really taken a big step back. Um, you know, their defensive scheme and the reason they've been in the top, basically top seven all year defensive efficiency-wise, is Allen has been that anchor in the paint and that allows Mobley to defend a little bit more away from the basket as a seven-footer, and it just puts things in order for that defense. Without him, they have given up a lot more points. So his presence 
should make a difference, and this should be a good game. I really think uh, – I don't think Atlanta's going to smack them, as a lot of people are suggesting, but not Vegas with that two-point spread. Um, other injuries here, that really the only important one is for the Hawks, and that's Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is questionable, and he's an important piece to them off the bench, the instant offense, and a, a big score. So whether he can go or not will definitely have an effect uh, on that rotation. Uh, Sean D. Brown is questionable. We know John Collins and Lou Williams have been out. They remain out. And other than Allen, nobody else is listed uh, on that injury report. A couple of things of note, Atlanta's pace throughout the year is 19th. Cleveland's is 27th, so nothing to write home about there. Defensive, Atlanta's uh, struggled all year, 26th in defensive efficiency. Cleveland, on the other hand, 7th. But again, you know, they've had a tough finish to the year the last month. Uh, specifically without Allen, and then just seem to to get tired defensively. But I'm sure they'll muster all they can for this game, and it should be uh, an outstanding game. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, where we can look at this game for uh, the scoring piece, it's just the norm here. You know, you go to the two guys that really have gotten you to this point, and that's Trey Young who's 9-7 on DraftKings, and Darius Garland at 8-5. They're going to be the volume shooters for their teams. There's no question about it. Um, They're somewhat expensive where there are some other pay-ups on the slate. Really, you know, to me, you're looking when you you talk about that pool of uh, pay-up guys, Young and Garland, along with C.J. McCollum and Paul George, you can count Brandon Ingram in there possibly uh, as well. Those, that's the group that uh, you're going to have to make some decisions on because the pricing, you know, it's it's not outrageous. We don't have any, you know, uh, Jokers or Lucas or Embiid's or, you know, the 12K kind of guys. But looking at that upper tier and, I'll, and just from a DraftKings perspective, you know, Trey Young's 9-7, Darius Garland's 8-5, which really is a, a bargain. C.J. McCollum is 8-9, which is a bargain. Ingram, 7-8, which is cheap. And Paul George is 10K flat, which for him and the way he dominates the ball for them is also cheap. So you can get, you can make it work with probably three of these guys. Uh, You're going to have to get some serious value toward the bottom of your your lineup. But those are the key guys uh, for sure. I will probably be making the decision and rostering two of them on DraftKings to try to fill in uh, with solid enough guys that I can, you know, look for them to score 20 plus fantasy points for the rest of the roster. It's a little bit different story on FanDuel and Yahoo where the pricing is different and you can get that extra player in there uh, in a lot of spots. So there'll be a lot of strategy for these two games. They're both close spreads. So it's, it's very interesting. Uh, I, I agree on the Trey Young, Darius Garland look. I think they're solid uh, plays here. Um, Trey's my favorite play on the, on uh, the, in this game. I think he steps up. I don't uh, really respect the backcourt defense of Cleveland very much at all. And I think Trey, it's hard to not play Trey in an elimination game, by the way. 
Uh, the winner of these two games completes the playoffs as the eighth seed in the East or the West, and the loser goes home. It's all over. So this is all the cards on the table kind of basketball, which is the most fun uh, definitely to watch. And we know Trey has stepped up and gotten it done. You know, this is a new experience for the Cleveland guys. They have not uh, been in any type of playoff uh, run whatsoever, even tasted it until now. So uh, edge, you know, to Young and the Hawks here, who had made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, if you remember. A couple other picks, you know, let's see what Bogdanovich's uh, status is. If he's going to play... Then at 5'7", if he's playing without restrictions, you can give him a run because he can score the basketball. He's a little points dependent, but he can score. Um, if he sits, it's really going to help Kevin Herter at 4'9". DeAndre Hunter at 5'1", would be the two uh, that would uh, prosper the most if he sat, both in play as value plays for me. Also, Danilo Gallinari falls in that same role at 4'7". Uh, I think it's a little tougher go for him with Mobley and Allen both in there defensively again uh, with Allen. I expect to give it a go. Um, so Gallo at 4-7 tempting, but uh, not as as much as I have looked at him before when, when the Cavs were a little thinner uh, in that front court. Other than that, from the Cleveland side, you have that option of Karis LeVert at 6'5". He's not a giveaway, but certainly has a big ceiling. He can be looked at as a potential play here. Same with Laurie Markkinen, and he's even cheaper now at 5'5", which just seems too cheap for a guy you know, that can go 20 and 10 for you. So Markkinen high on my list. I don't believe I'm going to go to Mobley or Allen. Uh, I think having Allen back is going to take some of the uh, rebound stocks, a little bit of the interior scoring away from Mobley. And I'm not sure, you know, with Allen missing so long, you know, just to roll a dice on him, we don't know how many minutes for sure he's going to play yet. I uh, can't imagine he's going to play 38 minutes or something without uh, playing at all. I know it's an elimination game, but you know they're going to be realistic with him. They still have Kevin Love off the bench to fill one of the big spots, and and uh, some other uh, guys as well. So um, more so on the Garland marking inside for me uh, on the Cleveland side, the possibility of Levert if he fits. All right, let's go to game two here. Before we do that, if you're watching on YouTube right now. This is our only ask. We do this podcast seven days a week in front of the paywall. We ask you to take a second on YouTube, literally a second. Hit that thumbs up. If you do that, hit the subscribe button. And then while you're at it, hit that little alarm in the upper corner. That will let you know when any of our podcasts post. We have uh, podcasts every day, DFS and prize picks for basketball and baseball we have them for golf, and you know we're, our podcasts are posting all the time. If you want to watch them, uh, we record them so that they're uh, sitting there podcast-wise. You can watch them whenever you want, and uh, you know uh, we'll also put timestamps when the games are on there, when we have multiple games. So it gives you a good opportunity to scout out what you'd like. So take that second, give us a thumbs up. Uh, we really do appreciate that, and uh, also the subscribe button makes a big difference for us. Uh, we're approaching 2,000 subs, which is a lot, 
and we're excited about that. We want to try to push to get there uh, during these NBA playoffs. All right, game two is a 10 o'clock game, and that one's going to switch over to TNT. It's the New Orleans Pelicans and Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers are a four-point favorite. It's a 215.5 total. Uh, 105.75 implied for the Pels, 109.75 implied for the Clippers. So pretty close, a little bit higher in the Atlanta Hawks-Cavs game where Atlanta's 112.5 implied and Cleveland's 110.5 implied. So pretty tight, you know, low end of 105.75 for the Pels and then the high end of the 112.5 for the Hawks and uh, pretty close uh, there in between. All right, as far as injury designations, we have Zion Williamson remains out, although they showed highlights of him warming up, taking shots, a couple of windmill power dunks. He looked pretty good. He didn't look super heavy, and he looked like he was moving well. So who knows if they find a way to win this game and move on. Uh, never know if we could see Zion pop up in a game uh, somewhere uh, in these playoffs. Uh, with uh, the Clippers, obviously we know that uh, Kawhi Leonard and Mr. Jason Preston are out. Uh, the, the news for the rotation for Clippers, though, is Luke Kennard is questionable. So uh, not a massive piece of news, but enough that it does affect that rotation of, of shooting guards like the Trey Manns and Amir Coffees, etc. So uh, something to keep an eye on uh, with Luke Kennard. Uh, as far as statistics during the season, pace, nothing to write home about again in this game. 21st and 18th, respectively, these two teams. Defensively, the Pels have struggled at 20th, but they have gotten a little bit better uh, this end of the season. Clippers have stayed in the top 10. You know, hats off to them. They are eighth defensively. So Clippers four-point favorite here. Again, these two games are both a toss-up in my book. I think you could go a lot of different directions. Uh, the obvious, C.J. McCollum at 8-9. He's playing really good basketball. Um, you know, and his running mate, Brandon Ingram, at 7-8. Those two guys are priced very fair for two guys that are dominating play for their team. Uh, you know, the only the third wheel in that whole mix is Jonas Valachunas at 8K. Uh, which, you know, gives them that third option. It definitely takes a little bit away. You know, when you have three guys sharing the spotlight, uh, it's a little bit tougher to commit to some of that salary, and that's why they're cheaper. But at 8-9 for McCollum, he's still well in play for me. Ingram did look good in this last game. He's probably going to grab some Paul George defense, which isn't that easy, though. Uh, and then Joe Val, certainly a consideration. If you want to go on the cheap, the two options that make sense are Herb Jones at 4-8 and Jackson Hayes at 4-3. They've been getting solid minutes. And then Jose Alvarado at 4-3. You've got to mention him. I mean, he comes in and he just scores some points. He always gets steals. He's a spark plug that's getting more and more minutes. He was a, a secret last guy in for me, sort of a secret squirrel play the last game. A lot of people didn't know with, you know, the season on the line, would he get decent minutes? And he did off the bench. So he's a good GPP shot or last man in shot at 4-3. Um, for the Clippers, you know, it's all about Paul George, 10K. 
Uh, he's my favorite play on the slate uh, of these uh, two games. Just don't know how you get away from him at all. I mean, he's their go-to guy in every aspect. He's not only going to get a bunch of points, he'll get some rebounds, assists, some stocks. I mean, it's Paul George, and he's looking pretty solid. I think he steps up here. Uh, he's definitely my play of the uh, play of the day. No hot take there, but you know, you take what you take what the slate gives you. Uh, after that, it's so difficult. The Clippers, and we talk about it every day, but it's the same. It's very, very hard to tell if you're going to get a contribution that helps you win it from a Reggie Jackson at 6-1, from a Marcus Morris at 5K, from a Nick Batum at 4-2, a Zubach who really disappointed us last time out at 5-4, which is dirt cheap, Norman Powell at 5-3 off the bench, uh, Terrence Mann's only 4-1. You know, we don't know if Kennard's going to play. And then you're going to get some uh, Covington at 4-5. And then the guy that was very popular last game, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein at 4-6. So, again, you've got a, a plethora of choices for the Clippers, none that make you just jump up and down and say, I'm thrilled I have these guys rostered. But, you know, somebody's going to have to step up alongside George here uh, if they're going to beat the Pelicans. So, you know, will that be Jackson at 6-1? That's a fair price. You know, I have a tendency to, to gear towards uh, Marcus Morris in bigger games, and he's only 5K. You know, he certainly has a ceiling, but all, all of these Clippers, other than George, have, sh have uh, shown a pretty low floor. So I'll pull the trigger on one of them, but I am not going to go overboard uh, with the Clippers by any means. So we, we know what we're getting today. And the question is going to be, you know, the guys that you buy up to, are they going to show up and uh, in an elimination game, get it done? And I think we have some clutch guys like Trey Young and Paul George, you know, CJ McCollum's clutch as well. He hasn't had super deep runs before in the playoffs. So, and, and neither is Ingram. So it's a little bit different look for the Pels. And uh, same thing for Cleveland, just new experiences. So, you know, those veterans in these type of games, uh, you really do have to count on them uh, to get it done because they know, you know, what that feels like. And whatever anybody tells you about watching NBA basketball, when it's an elimination game in the NBA playoffs, and even though this is a play-in tournament, still basically a playoff entry round, uh, you know, you're going to get some guys where experience shows and it's it's a good step up opportunity for those right on the cusp. So should be two great games. I love uh, love the fact that they'll be super competitive with everything on the line. All right, let's take a look at our prize picks plays today. We have two from our man, Josh Crash Davis. His first choice is uh, Paul George. Over three and a half made threes. I think that's a terrific play. Uh, and his top choice is CJ at 25 and a half points over. Those are real points. 25 and a half over CJ McCollum. Those are his two top prize picks plays of the day. Uh, my two top prize picks plays of the day. They erase them on me here. So I have to look them back up. Make sure that they are up there. I should have just written them down, but I wanted to make sure we had proper numbers. So mine is going to be 
points scored for Capella, 12 and a half under. That is my number one pick. Clint Capella, under 12 and a half real points scored. Um, I want to make sure that hasn't changed. Oh, I'm sorry, 13 and a half. I misspoke. So Clint Capella, under 13 and a half real points is my number one play. And then uh, my number, and I, the reason that is, by the way, is the, the, the presence of Jared Allen and the fact that Allen and Mobley will be in there. I think because uh, Capella had a really good game the last time out, I think you're going to see some regression there. He, he really only gets lobs and putbacks. He's not anybody that they're going to run anything specifically for almost ever. Uh, so I think that that uh, is, is a very good, uh, very good play there. I really do. Um, my second play, I'm going to go over my best bait or play of the day, Paul George, 40 and a half points, rebounds, assists. So PRA 40 and a half over Paul George. I think he shows up. I don't think they have a good answer for him defensively. I expect him to get extended run in a close game. And I feel he busts uh, 40 and a half PRA. I have him at 43. Uh, PRA. So I feel really good uh, about that play as well. All right. That is it. You've got everything wrapped up into one here. Uh, the last play-in game for uh, the to start the playoffs tomorrow. A couple pieces of news I wanted to mention real quickly also is we've got, uh, it looks like Steph Curry's going to be in for the playoffs this weekend. I just read that uh, we may actually uh, have a, a Ben Simmons sighting. They're saying he may play in this first round of the playoffs. And then I know Dirk's been crying over here, wrong shoulder. Uh, it looks like Luca may not play in this first game with that uh, sore calf that he hurt in the last 30 seconds of his play uh, with a 26 point lead. So explain that one to me. I don't know, but if uh, if uh, Luca cannot go, it makes that series uh, Utah Dallas completely different. So uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. We're going to follow all the news, beat writers, all of the information, and we will be updating constantly in our Discord. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, jump on in with us. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, sign up for even as little as a three day pass for ten bucks. You'll get all of our sports baseball, basketball, golf, everything that we have to offer. We will share that information and look to uh, just get out the brooms and sweep it this weekend. So uh, dive in with us. We'd love to have you. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK. Get a 100% match all the way up to 100 bucks on that first deposit. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we'll be back with a good extensive podcast tomorrow for day one of the real NBA playoffs on Saturday. Um, I'll be joining Gundacker live for an afternoon podcast to discuss as well. And then on Sunday, we get Deb back. Our, our lady Deb is back from vacation. She'll be jumping on uh, with me for the Sunday NBA pod as well. Check out uh, Crash and I here for the the uh, MLB pod prize picks and DFS coming up uh, later today. 
All right. Thanks again for joining in. Have a fantastic Friday. This is going to be a great three-day weekend. Uh, for some, it's a four-day weekend for some with the Easter holiday. So let's have a lot of fun and enjoy it. Really appreciate all of you joining in and have an absolutely terrific day. We'll be back again later when we look to crush it in DFS.